Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up on alert. Threats against federal law enforcement agents reaching unprecedented levels in the wake of that FBI search in Mar-a-Lago. This kind of rhetoric is very dangerous to our country. We're live with the latest. Then, Daily Dose, a new report looking into vitamins, minerals, and whether or not you really need them. You really don't need to take them. People can really benefit from getting uh, their nutrients. An in-depth look at that debate just ahead. Plus, here's the beef. We've got a mouth-watering recipe for the sandwich everybody's talking about. How the bear popularized the Italian beef sandwich and how you can make it at home. And Cheryl Crow live, the music superstar, here to talk about her legendary career. And we are all ready to soak up the sun today, Monday, August 15th, 2022. Starting our week on the plaza. From McLean, Virginia. Today is our 35th wedding anniversary. From Portsmouth, Rhode Island. And Knoxville, Tennessee. To, to New, New York, York City. From Seattle, Washington. Carolina, three generations on today. Hi to my mom, Mary. Watching in Lutcher, Louisiana. From Springfield, Massachusetts. Richard 730. Brought mom from Columbia, Missouri. Because I'm turning the same age as the Today Show. 70 and fabulous. Love it. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to today. It is so good to have you with us on a Monday morning. We've got Chanel in for Craig. We'll show you what he's doing today. Mm -hmm. Him and Dylan are out on the road for a really good cause. Um, but we're just happy to have you with us on a Monday Indeed. morning. Indeed. Good to see you too, Chanel. Uh, meantime, tomorrow marks 45 years since the loss of Elvis. And we're going to remember his music, his movies, his legacy with Priscilla Presley. She'll be with us live from Graceland. We've got an exclusive interview that you do not want to miss. That'll be tomorrow on today. Lots of interest, mm -hmm. especially since the movie. We're mm -hmm. just talking about that. Let's get to your news. It's 8 o'clock. There is growing fallout this morning, one week after the FBI search of former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. Federal officials are now warning about threats against law enforcement. NBC senior Washington correspondent Hallie Jackson joins us with the latest on this. Hallie, good morning. Hey, Savannah, good morning to you. And this morning, we are seeing stepped-up security starting around the country after that new warning from the FBI and Homeland Security about a spike in threats against not just law enforcement agents, but their families. This is a joint bulletin from both the FBI and DHS that cautions about more calls for violence against federal law enforcement, against government and judicial officials after that search at former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home last week. That's when agents seized 11 boxes of top-secret and other highly classified documents. And now the top Democrat and Republican on the powerful Senate Intelligence Committee, Senators Mark Warner and Senator Marco Rubio, they're pushing the Biden administration to show them what exactly those materials are. They're also calling for an assessment of the potential national security risk for what they call the mishandling of that material. 
Still, some Republicans are downplaying concerns for now. There's also a new fallout this morning after a report in The New York Times that a Trump attorney told the government back in June that all material marked as classified at the former president's estate had been returned, citing four people with knowledge of that document. NBC News has not reviewed it. A Trump spokesperson now blasting what they describe as suggestive leaks and no hard facts. And while Mr. Trump's team told Fox News he'd had a standing order to declassify anything taken out of the Oval Office, his former national security advisor, John Bolton, is telling NBC News he does not believe that's the case. Savannah? All right, Hallie, thank you very much. Police have identified the gunman who crashed his car into a barricade outside the U.S. Capitol yesterday before taking his own life. They say 29-year-old Richard York of Delaware got out of the burning wreck, which he may have torched himself, and fired a handgun into the air several times. As officers approached, he shot himself. Officials say York had a criminal record that included several run-ins with law enforcement. Congress was in recess at the time of the incident. Let's move now to new troubles for fitness giant Peloton, the company announcing plans to hike prices, cut hundreds of jobs, and close a number of locations. NBC's Stephanie Gosk is here with more on this. Hey, Steph, good morning. Hey, Hoda, good morning. Peloton plans to lay off around 780 employees and shutter many of their brick-and-mortar locations in what the CEO is calling an aggressive reduction. And that's not all. Once a leader of the pack, this morning Peloton is racing to get back on track. The popular fitness giant is cutting hundreds of jobs, closing some retail locations, outsourcing delivery, and raising prices too. It's Peloton Bike Plus going up by $500 and the treadmill by $800. CEO Barry McCarthy, who took the reins in February, stating, these changes are essential if Peloton is ever going to become cash flow positive. The trendy workout from home business exploded during the pandemic. Its stock and popularity soared. But as gyms reopened and the landscape changed, Peloton hit a bumpy stretch. Its stock tumbling more than 60% this year. Peloton has also battled safety issues, recalling certain treadmills last year after more than 70 incidents involving the machines were reported, including injuries to children and a six-year-old boy who died. In turn, the company responded by offering full refunds and free services to relocate its treadmills and committed to working on a fix. Peloton has also faced a hit after the Sex in the City reboot, when Mr. Big died of a heart attack following a workout. Peloton striking back with an ad starring a healthy Chris Noth and making another splash last month with Law and Order star Christopher Maloney bearing all in his workout. But Peloton needs more than a clever campaign to turn things around, telling NBC News, any decision we make that impacts team members is not taken lightly, but these moves enable Peloton to become more efficient, cost-effective, and agile. The stock went up on Friday after this news. The next big test will be when the company reports its quarterly earnings on August 25th. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, Steph. Thank you. All right. Coming up on Popstart, guys, have you been watching this documentary? It's all about Woodstock 99. Who remembers that? Hmm. I'll tell you who. Carson Daly. That's that. who. He Look was there. Course. He knows all about it. He's back. And we get to ask him, you know, what was it like? Wow. So have that. But first, Vicky's here with an eye-opening new look at something a lot of us take each day, vitamins. Good morning, Vicky. Hey, good morning, Chanel, Hoda, and uh, Savannah. The question is to take or not to take when it comes to vitamins and mineral supplements. I'm going to have the results of a massive new study, plus what you need to know before you spend your hard-earned money on that next bottle. That's coming up right after this. 
Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed we're back it's 8 13 with your health the shelves of pharmacies and health food stores are lined and packed with vitamins and minerals millions of people swear by them yeah, yeah the real question is are there real benefits of taking them or are you just wasting your money yeah well a new report may have you thinking twice mm. there's only one person who could get to the bottom of it and she's right here <laughs> yeah. nbc senior consumer investigative correspondent vicky win Vic, what is yeah. the deal? Good morning to you all. I know we pop a lot of pills and you want to know, <laughs> is this money actually helping me? The debate here is specifically about vitamin and mineral supplements. Those are the pills, the powders. They contain things like vitamin A, vitamin B, minerals like calcium, magnesium, zinc. The most popular for a lot of us, the multivitamin, which has a combination of both. But now we are dealing with ongoing inflation. Every penny counts. So can you actually skip these supplements and save some money? Americans love their supplements. Taken by 31% of adults in the U.S., a whopping 80 million people, these pills, powders, and liquids are part of a $50 billion industry domestically. But are you getting your money's worth? The U.S. Preventive Services Task Force, which is a non-government independent panel of evidence-based medicine experts, reviewed 84 studies involving hundreds of thousands of people over 30 years. The task force concluded there was little or no benefit in using vitamin and mineral supplements to prevent cancer, cardiovascular disease, and death. You really don't need to take them. Dr. Peter Cohen studies the safety of supplements at Harvard Medical School. He believes they do have an important place in medicine, like for people with certain digestive diseases, following specific restrictive diets, or on medications that interfere with nutrient absorption. But he says they're not for everyone. I'm a big fan of multivitamins, but it's when patients really need them. For most healthy people, there's just no reason to take these every day. Not everyone agrees with the task force's findings. There are narrow, specific recommendations for healthcare providers. Andrea Wong, a PhD researcher, leads scientific and regulatory affairs for the Council for Responsible Nutrition, a trade group that represents more than 180 manufacturers and suppliers of dietary supplements. Though studies are limited, she says there's growing evidence multivitamins 
can be beneficial. Multivitamin use can reduce the risk of cataracts. There's also recent research showing that multivitamin use can reduce the risk of cognitive decline. According to Wong, supplements can also fill critical nutritional gaps in a person's diet. People can really benefit from getting uh, their nutrients. And unfortunately, so many of us aren't getting enough. Still, Dr. Cohen says, save your money if you're healthy and eating a fairly balanced diet. Do you think supplements are a waste of money? I, I do. When your patients come to you and say, I would really like to take a multivitamin or a mineral supplement, what's your advice? And I'd rather them spend that extra amount of money on healthier food. Despite their differences, both experts can agree a multivitamin isn't a shortcut to good health. I would think twice about taking the multivitamin because honestly, it's not going to replace fruits and vegetables. It's important to do the other hard work, getting a good night's sleep, getting your exercise, trying to eat as best as you can, and going to see your healthcare provider. It's one part of that puzzle. It's not meant to be the only solution. You can't just eat hot Cheetos, take a vitamin and call it a day. <laughs> I wish we could, but nothing in life is that simple, is it? Yeah, no shortcuts. So if you are going to buy a multivitamin, our experts do have a few tips. You want to buy from a trusted retailer and buy a nationally recognized brand. Also, look on that bottle for the third-party seal, like from USP. That indicates that it is a quality product. So that's some advice. But really, the experts here are saying you can just it put that sense. into nutrition, better food. Right, right. Yeah, fruits better and food. veggies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you have long. to do it the right way. Yeah. Indeed. All right, thank you, Vicky. Yeah. Uh, let's check in with Mr. Roker, 817. Hey, Al. I still take a Flintstones chewable every morning. <laughs> oh, yabba dabba do. Uh, anyway, can't beat those. Uh, some strong storms firing up right now in the mid plains. We're also watching this uh, Invest 98L. It's not going to be named, but it's going to bring a lot of heavy rain down to, to southern Texas. Of course, they could use that rain. The heat continues there, 90s and 100s, into the central plains, into the valleys of California parts of the Pacific Northwest. Nice and seasonable here in the Northeast Mid-Atlantic states. We will see some showers and storms around the Mid-Atlantic. Beautiful day in the Northeast into, non, uh, into New England. Monsoonal uh, downpours will continue. We're going to be watching for some flooding, especially in and around the Northern Rockies and beautiful sunshine out in the Pacific Northwest. That's your latest weather. No shade to all the fantastic people no, who filled in on Popstart. Oh but ladies gosh. and gentlemen, the one, the truly, Absolutely. the original Popstart originator. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's good to be back. And we're going to start with the Woodstock 99. Uh, Everybody seems to be talking about the failed music festival. It's back in the spotlight thanks to Netflix's recent documentary called, appropriately, Trainwreck. <laughs> it was a weekend meant to be full of great music celebrating 1969's Woodstock original festival that, unfortunately, this one took a series of dark and violent turns and I would know because I had a front row seat. I was there with my former employer, MTV. Hey, Carson here right outside Woodstock 99, and uh, the concert's not quite over. And as you can see, there's a steady stream of cars and people and tow trucks making their way out of the concert. Where are you guys going? The show's not over yet. I'm leaving. Why? It stinks in there. Too dirty. We're exhausted, man. The heat just totally drove us to the ground. Wow. I've been getting inundated when this Netflix thing started with phone calls and everybody I ran into, I mean, like 20 times a day. Wow. So I finally, like, uh, you know, I wrote a post on Instagram a little sharing some thoughts about what, what it was like here? to be there. But 
I mean, this is an old uh, Air Force base. It was decommissioned. Um, it was oppressively hot. It was 100 degrees. They were selling water for like $20. Didn't it was a terrible facilities. idea yeah. from day one. Mm. And it was corn, Limp Bizkit, Rage Against the Machine, Metallica, Megadeth, and Sheryl Crow. Uh, <laughs> you know, 100 bands. And, and everything that oh. could go wrong went wrong. I mean, Dang. the infrastructure wasn't built right. They were trying to make money. It was uh, the two stages, oh east God. and west, were two and a half miles apart. What? No shade. So imagine these kids who were slowly getting dehydrated and angry. Angry. Um, it was, you know, the sort of wow. male toxicity at its worst. Wow. It was. Yeah. I just I actually started watching it because it of your post. I was like, what is this? I'm fascinated by it. Well, but we it did TRL live disturbing. on Friday, and I started to get hit by stuff on the stage, like oh, the main geez. stage. And I was like, okay. Then they started putting up chicken wire, and then bottles were coming. Oh, and, my God. And then our, our boss wow. at MTV literally said to us, like, we can no longer guarantee your safety. Get out. Let's, we have to go. Wow. And, like, I remember seeing security guards leaving. Um, wow. People were... You know, the porta potties were overflown, and yeah. it was just—it was unhealthy. Okay. Yeah. You know, wow. there was like six thousand people who were in the hospital. Wow. It was—you know—people died. Wow. It was a really crazy thing. Wow. But that documentary has brought it all back in the spotlight. My goodness. All right. Next up, Seinfeld. This next story combines two of our favorite things: the show about nothing and golf. And even though Seinfeld wrapped up in the '90s, who could ever forget Kramer's love of the sport? Just in case you need a reminder, here's a look back at one of the sitcom's all-time best moments. The ball is just sitting there, Jerry, and I can't hit it. I only hit one really good ball that went way out there. From where I was standing, I could see directly into the eye of the great fish. Mammal. Whatever. <laughs> hey, what, what did you do next? Well, then, from out of nowhere, a huge tidal wave lifted me, tossed me like a cork, and I found myself right on top of him, face to face with the blowhole. I, I, I could barely see from the waves crashing down upon me, but I knew something was there. So I reached my hand in, felt around, and pulled out the obstruction. <laughs> well, Seinfeld fans, today, literally today, Kramer, Costanza, and Newman are all set to tee off at USGA's amateur tournament. But we're not talking about Jerry's beloved buddies. The USGA, that's the United States Golf Association, teamed up three actual amateurs. Their names are Mark Costanza, Hazen Newman, oh. and Campbell Kramer. And the three of them are going to play as a threesome oh, today. So let's hope the, uh, the, the, the sea isn't angry for them. They're <laughs> rooting for Team Seinfeld. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, next up, Troy Kotzer. It was a real roller coaster of a weekend for the CODA star. It all started last Thursday when the actor was honored for his historic Oscar win at a ceremony in his hometown of Mesa, Arizona. You all remember how earlier this year Troy became the first deaf man to win an acting Oscar. Unfortunately, a few days after the celebratory event, his car got ripped off and the Oscar was inside the car. But don't worry, because yesterday, the fine police department in Mesa, Arizona, they told us today that they were not only able to recover the car, but the Oscar was in the car still. So they got it back for him, and two Hmm. juvenile suspects were found with that property. So, as they say, all's well that ends well. And finally, Taylor Swift. Speaking of Oscar trophies, Taylor has a chance to take home one of her own this year, thanks to her all-too-well short film. So Taylor actually wrote and directed that video for the extended remake of the 2012 song All Too Well. It's 14 minutes. The video meets all the qualifications for best live action short for the Oscar category. So if Taylor gets the nomination, it would be the singer's first time being recognized by the Academy. So with the help of actors Sadie Sink and Dylan O'Brien, who star in that project, Swift just might take home her first Oscar this year. Love that. Good stuff. So good to have you back. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, still ahead. Look who's here. The one, the only, Cheryl Crow. We're going to sit down with the music icon in Studio 1A. (laughs) We are 
back into 8.30. We got a beautiful crowd out here today. It's a beautiful August morning, the 15th day of August. We're all soaking up the sun because we got the woman inside. Don't oh. we love her? Do y'all love Cheryl Crow so much? Yeah. Oh my God. She yes. is. She's a legend. She's an icon. And she's just like a really nice person. She's just hanging around with us this morning, Cheryl. Yeah. We love you. We're going to chat with her. Glad she's here. Plus, say it with me. Yes, Chef. The Bear is the surprise hit of the summer. And this morning, we're highlighting one of its stars. It's a delicious Chicago style Italian beef. You oh, got to love yeah. that. Love mm. that sandwich. Uh, what a great sandwich that is. And we're going to do that from the Windy City. Matt Abdu, our buddy, is here to help us recreate this lovely monstrosity. So that's coming up. <laughs> yes. And then on the third hour, Eve Houston is joining us live in studio to tell us about her dark but funny new murder mystery. It's called Bad Sisters. Mm -hmm. Guys, I am so excited to share something with you. Remember the story we followed of the of the man in Florida who had to land the plane? Yes, Remember right. that? Yeah. He was right. the hero. He had no flying experience, but somehow he landed this plane after the pilot passed out. His name was Darren Harrison. Well, we've been keeping in touch, and he was really determined to survive because at the time, his wife, Brittany, she was pregnant. They had a little girl on the way. Well, guess what? What? Darren and Brittany let us yeah. know that the baby oh, arrived over oh. the weekend. Mary Margaret, look at her. She's healthy, seven pounds, seven ounces, bundle of joy. We're so happy for Brittany and Darren and little Mary Margaret, my buddy. She's a sweetheart, and we're just so happy oh, for them. And I know they're watching this morning, so congratulations. congratulations guys. Sweet. Well, now, before we get uh, we get to the weather, the reason Craig is not here, uh, he and his wife, Lindsay, are in the middle of hosting a two-day event known as the Bottoms Up Invitational, helping to raise money for the Colorectal Cancer Alliance. It kicked off last night with a great, fun concert, and today they're hitting the links. Boy, are we jealous. We know that Dylan couldn't resist the chance to show off her skills, so let's <laughs> check in with them now. Hey, guys, how's it going so far? <laughs> What's up? Carson, welcome back. Good to see you guys. Thank you. Tell us Dylan about last Dreyer night. Dylan has already been to the driving range. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, last night was amazing. Carson, you would have loved it. Uh, Hooting the Blowfish and Darius Rucker, uh, Sister Hazel. Um, it was a fun party. Um, a bunch of, uh, oh, uh, um, Commodores. Yes. Thomas McClary. Yeah, nice. Like, it was just, it was an amazing concert. Um, and my wife, Lindsay and I were so taken aback by the generosity of our friends. Uh, we've, we've raised $1.1 million. Oh, my wow. God. Oh, Way to go, the Craig. the Cancer Alliance. Wow. And I 1. heard. $1.1 million. Th that's pretty wow. incredible, Craig. Uh, you guys are doing incredible work. But we really have to get to the highlight of last night. Somebody told me that you were on stage singing. Whoa. Is that true? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was on stage. I wouldn't call it singing. <laughs> I wouldn't call it singing, Hoda. What was it? It certainly wasn't dancing that either. Craig. <laughs> no, no. That's you should have seen Dylan though. Dylan I was Dylan. dancing. Oh, there, there it is. Yes. There yeah. Dylan dancing. I, I was without the kids. Finally, yeah. it was a fun night out for a good cause. We went a little nuts at the auction. Um, Dylan bought a scooter. We're the proud owners wow. of a nice big scooter. So, um, wow. and a trip to Myrtle Beach. Yes. So, yeah, we we went all in last night. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, Guys, it sounds all right. awesome. But, uh, and it I... all benefits, of course. Yeah, I was about to say, should the Colorectal Cares Alliance. That's right. In cool. honor of your brother, Lawrence. I know Angela and the kids are there, too. Yes. And you're such a good brother, Craig. And yes. I know you're doing it all for him. All right. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Dylan. Well, well there, guys. Thank you, guys. Savannah, thank you as well for your help and support, too. Oh, all right. I love you. Mr. Roker, how about a check of the weather? But first, the City Music Series on Today is proudly presented to you by City. Awesome. And 
let's look at the week ahead, show you what we've got going on. We'll start off with today, and we're looking at, again, a lot of wet weather down through southern Texas. Also, monsoonal moisture in the southwest, northern plains, looking at wet weather, warmer temps out west. Midweek period, some spotty showers down through the lower Mississippi and Tennessee River Valleys, comfortable through the northern plains, sunshine in the northeast. The relentless monsoonal moisture continues in the southwest right into Friday. Excessive heat really building out west. A beautiful day, eastern Great Lakes, Mid-Atlantic states, northeast, on into New England. A little soggy Gulf Coast into the southeast and the Mid-Atlantic states as well. And that's your latest weather. All right, now thank you. Just ahead, guys, we're so looking forward to this. We're going to have a chat with music superstar Cheryl Crow. But first, this is Today on NBC. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh generation. Find seventh generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Welcome back. With more than 50 million records sold, nine Grammys to her name, Cheryl Crow is a music icon. Yeah, she's a fixture in this industry for four decades. She delights audiences <laughs> with hit after hit after hit. Now she's the focus of a new documentary appropriately mm. titled Cheryl. It is an intimate portrait of her life and her career, the highs, the lows, everything in between. And Cheryl, we're so happy to be with you. You are just uh, such a light. We were just saying, you're mm -hmm. just so easy to be around. You're like the easiest, nicest, most down-to-earth legend I've ever met. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you. What was it like to have a documentary? I mean, that mm -hmm. that's exciting, and I'm sure it's flattering, but also kind of scary, right? It's kind of terrifying. Yeah. I mean, especially now, because I have people that come up to me. I mean, the most... Um, Unexpected people will come up and say, um, I watched your documentary, and you know, you kind of are laying it all out. All well, the good stuff and all of the heavy stuff. What was so. the most difficult part to reveal? Uh, there was a lot of stuff I'd never talked about. I mean, there there have been some deaths along the way and that have really um, affected me. Um, certainly John O'Brien's death mm -hmm. from leaving Las Vegas, mm -hmm. and you know, my battle with the real low lows and having to go get help and um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all in there. And actually, to be honest, it was really liberating mm. finally just talking about it. Because people it. think you have, like, all I want to do and everybody's yeah. winding road and you're upbeat and you're happy all the time and soak up the sun. But, you know, ultimately, it's your deep cuts that tell the story. Mm. So. You're still writing mm -hmm. music. You're still playing yeah. music. Your boys are teenagers I now. I can't. I can't. How is that even possible? I don't know. Do they I mean, like your it's... Songs? Um, I don't know if I'm on their playlist. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> but it's like Morgan Wallen oh, and like yeah. you know, uh, 
I don't know if I'm on their yeah. playlist, though. So. But they're musicians, too, mm -hmm. right? They're both very musical, but I have one that's really into sports and one that's really into nature, and I just constantly tell them, you... Music will, you know, help you remember all the memories of your life, mm. but find your passion and, and go toward that. And this... that's what brings joy. But um, they're in the documentary, and I finished the documentary with a song that was that was really inspired by a conversation I had with my teenager about what it feels like to be, to have stress. You know, they are mm -hmm. living through a pandemic. Mm -hmm. They're worried about their planet. They're worried about going to school mm -hmm. and it not being safe, you mm -hmm. know, with guns and all. And... I didn't have that stress. Mm -hmm. And the, the song is really to remind all of us that every moment is a gift and we have to stay in that moment. Don't be distracted with a phone in between you and your loved ones and, you know, make the most of every moment. So I wrote it for them. I don't know if you heard us talking with Carson mm -hmm. about this Woodstock 99, which everyone's talking about. Yeah. Yes. This Netflix documentary. Yeah. You were there. You experienced some there. of this yes. awfulness. What is it yeah. like that suddenly people are talking about it again? Mm -hmm. You've seen the documentary. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, the first Woodstock was monumental in my life and as an uh, inspiration for me. I was at the second Woodstock, which totally changed the trajectory of my mm -hmm. career in 1996. And then this one, I think, was a perfect illustration of how uh, how ugly um, mm -hmm. greed can be. Mm -hmm. The whole thing was set up, you know, and trying to make money, and it really played into a lot of fear and just a bad, uh, yeah. a bad energy. So, and we still, you know, it's like they said in the HBO documentary, tying it to the January 6th and the anger and the mm -hmm. unrest. Um, when you get a mob, it certainly mm -hmm. exacerbates it. Wow, it's interesting to look back at yeah. it. We'll be right back. But first, this is Today on NBC. This is a great morning, Cheryl Crow. We're about to eat some Italian beefs, good times. Today food, we are back. And did you guys know that Italian beef, the sandwich, it's, it's booming in shops all across the country, all thanks to the show, uh, the series um, on FX called The Bear. It's about a young superstar chef who leaves the world of fine dining to take over his family's sandwich shop in Chicago. Now, the house specialty of the shop is Italian beef, and people on the show and in real life are dying to get their hands on this sandwich. So we asked our buddy, Matt Abdu, who literally Uncle and Al and I, Uncle Al and I talk about Pig Beach once a love week love around here. Are we going this weekend? Should we go love see Matt guys. this weekend? Yes. We're always oh talking God. about you. Yes, you should. Executive chef of Pig Beach. By the way, new locations in New York and West Palm Beach. Mm -hmm. Bear uh, is a show that you like to watch, too. Oh, God, it was so good. It was so true to form on so many ways that when that show came out, I was just like, oh, my God. It's I crushed the whole season in two, two nights. Jeremy, uh, the main actor, just did such an incredible job. It was so cool to watch. What is the history of the Italian beef? Like, it came into my life much later through... We would order it from Portillo's, which yeah. is another place in Chicago. Well, that's one of the most iconic places that did it and, and had its huge claim to fame. But essentially, it's it's like a hot roast beef sandwich that's dipped in this beautiful beef broth and finished on this right. nice crusty mm. bread from like this famous bakery in Chicago. And it's just all those great things. You got that beautiful beefy meat. You got these pickled vegetables on top of a little bit of heat. Let's get into it. How peppers. do you make this at home? Let's Matt. do it. So, so this is our version. This is what we've been running at our Pig Beach Queens location for our happy hour menu. This, this show inspired us to start doing this dish at our restaurant. Mm -hmm. So we're super excited for people to come in and try it. Our starts with this beautiful wet rub. Now, traditional is probably more of like Italian seasonings and whatnot, but in this bowl here, we got some plain old yellow mustard and some honey. Mm -hmm. And what we add to it is some fresh chopped garlic, garlic some black pepper, pepper, some oregano, brown sugar, and chili flakes. Chili flakes, sorry, just give it some heat. And there. rosemary, sorry. We're gonna just mix all that together to make what we call a wet rub, which is in this bowl right here. And oh, this, this wet is rub that. is beautiful. Okay. It's perfect for steaks. What is this? 
Um, that's that beef paste. That also has to go in here. That's that. It's a, it's a beef base, like kind of like uh, better than bouillon or beef paste. It is okay. beefy broth flavor. Add water to it. But if you do this, so it makes a great it turns out here. Yeah. That's right. So we're gonna take this paste. Is this something you're doing like the night before? Yes, yeah, so we're gonna do before? all of this the night okay. before. You can let it actually marinate with this on it. You're gonna smear all of this wet rub all over the meat. It's top round or, or top sirloin or eye round works great. And we're going to take this, we're going to roast in the oven really, really hot at like 450 What is the beef? I go minutes. to the butcher and I say, I'm, I want to make you these sandwiches. Like top, what what am I asking round. for? Top round or eye round or, or top sirloin. A roast sirloin. of top roast. round? Yes, okay. exactly. Because you're basically making roast beef. You're making homemade roast beef. Oh my gosh. How is it, guys? I know you're I'm eating a sandwich. Just jump right here. Mm, mm. yeah, I love it. You guys are the best. So good. So once the meat comes out of the oven, nice and roasty, we're going to make our broth. And what we're basically doing is fortifying a beef broth. Now you can go through the effort of roasting bones and making it from scratch. Or you can just go buy some of that pre-made beef broth that comes in the carton, yep. sweat out some garlic and onions. We're going to add our roasted beef What did roast. you cook this for? I'm sorry I missed that part. Was so how this long is was it gonna, cooked? Uh, the onions and... Well, the, no, on the, on the meat. The, this is going to get roasted in the oven in hot heat for about 20 minutes to sear it. Okay. And then while that's searing, we're making our broth oh, so that the, so the beef is going to gonna finish cooking into oh. that. So to that garlic and onions we're sweating out, we're adding more of that beef paste is going to fortify that broth. Some Italian seasonings. This is the trick. You're going to get all that Italian seasonings flavor. It's, it's parsley, it's rosemary, it's thyme, it's chili flake, it's garlic. And then we're going to put it to the broth in so it covers up halfway. And you're going to put it back in the oven and let this cook for about another hour or so mm -hmm. until the internal temperature gets to around 130, which is like medium to medium rare. Right. So you're kind of like braising it. Yeah, it's like half roast, half braised. Yeah. It's just a slow cooking that's going to keep that meat nice and juicy. So when you cool it down, the next day Savannah's after it's finished cooking, it. No, yeah, I, I, I love to see it. Yeah. I know, I know. guys. guys not an attractive When you cut it, Matt, is this like a, a grain situation um, again? Yes, you want always, always, whenever you're cutting any kind of meat, you want to cut it against the grain for tenderness. But what you basically want to do is get thin. this as thin as you possibly can. Most people do this on a deli slicer in restaurants, so you can get it super, super thin. You don't need perfect slices. You just no. need it thin. You should do this, Al. Do you make this, Al, at home? No, if you ever wanted to make it at home and you want to kind of cheat, like don't tell anybody, but you buy like deli roast beef and basically make this broth. And then when the time comes, is this the broth you're going to take? Yeah, so this is the same broth from the meat was roasted. We're going to take it out, strain it. We're going to add our meat back into that broth to get it nice and cooked and hot. Come on. And then in this pot over here, we have some of the meat. Dip it in. And the biggest thing, guys, with the Italian beef sandwich is you got to get all that broth in there. And now at the restaurants, they either serve it wet, dipped, or dry. And they usually they take the whole bed, they put it into that broth, get it nice and wet, and then they top it with some sweet peppers. Even the peppers are yummy. And some jarred You need a roll that can handle that. What do you suggest? So there's a famous bakery in Chicago. I believe it's called Toronto Bakery. And it's kind of like an in-between French bread, Italian bread. It's nice and crusty and hearty that can hold up to the juiciness yeah. of it. But yeah. literally, when you're eating the sandwich in Chicago, it, it's like falling apart because it's so wet from all that yeah. broth. Right. You roll it up nice and tight, and people like eat it with a knife and fork because oh it's going to fall apart. But it's whatever so you want, however so you enjoy it, eating broth inside, dip it. But those pickled vegetables, right? They add a the nice like brightness to that hearty mm -hmm. meat flavor mm -hmm. of that sandwich and the sweetness from the sweet peppers mm -hmm. and everything that's in there. It's just so like yummy. the perfect How's sandwich. your happy hour version of this going? Uh, amazing. People. We can't wait for more people to come and check it out oh, and, yeah. and have yeah. it from 4 to 7 every day. We're doing a happy hour with this sandwich being one of the featured items on it. So we look forward and to And you recommend the show, The Berry. Oh, like it was me. so good. Jeremy Allen White, the main actor, did such a great job. There's so many, like a fine dining chef, you know, my diet days at Del Posto, leaving that to do a barbecue restaurant. There's so many like true right. form correlations between that show and my life. It was just really spectacular. Oh, the recipe's online. You can find it. Thanks, Matt. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. 
Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com.